Welcome to Finding the Lost podcast. Finding the Lost is a true crime podcast that hopes to aid in helping families and friends bring more awareness and a voice to their loved ones' stories. In this week's episode, we are going to take a look at the disappearance of Mark Allen from Des Moines, Iowa. Mark Allen went missing while walking to his friend's house. If the name sounds familiar to you, that's because it's usually linked in with two other well-known missing person cases, Johnny Gosh and Eugene Martin. Three missing boys in six years. Now, do you think Iowa has something sinister happening in their area? Or is Mark Allen's disappearance a separate issue? I'm your host, Candace Chen, and this is episode two of Finding the Lost. Mark Allen, His Last Walk. So Mark Allen's case is a little different, and this episode's going to be a little shorter than normal because there's not a lot of information about Mark or his disappearance or the investigation or any suspects or clues, nothing. So what I did find, I put it together in this episode, which is not a lot. Mark Allen was born on May 13, 1972. There's not much information about Mark's family life except that he lived with his maternal grandma until he was four and a half years old, and then he moved with his mom and two siblings. He then alternated back and forth between living with his mom and living with his dad. He was living with his mom, Nancy, in Des Moines, Iowa at the time he went missing. From all the research I've done, the articles that I did find said that Mark was a street smart kid that was known to cause a little trouble here and there. Not enough trouble to be categorized as a delinquent, but enough to be considered harder to handle. On March 29, 1986, 13-year-old Mark told his mom that he was heading to a friend's house for a while and to save him some pizza as the family was fixing to have dinner. Mark's friend's house was not too far from his own, a short walking distance. So Nancy followed Mark out the door and watched him walk down the street and waved goodbye to her son as he continued in the direction of his friend's house. Mark walked down the street, past the fence, and was gone. Nancy Allen has not seen her son since. The next morning is when Nancy came to the conclusion that her son was missing. Her first initial thought was that, with it being Easter, that Mark had went to his grandmother's house knowing that she would have a basket for him but Mark wasn't there. She then called the police, who in turn told her that she had to wait 48 hours to be able to report her son missing, which back then seemed to be the norm with missing persons reports. When she was finally able to make a report, Mark was identified as a runaway. Mark was identified as a runaway because they spoke to one of Mark's friends and 
he told the police officer that Mark had been thinking about going to see his dad. But he didn't say that he was going to run away to see his dad. So that's where they got the idea to identify him as a runaway. But back in those days, they also classified a lot of missing persons cases as runaways if you were a teenager. In an article from the Resource Center for Cold Case Missing Children's Cases, it stated that Nancy felt that the original investigation into her son's disappearance was mishandled because Mark was the third child to go missing in six years. And the police didn't want to alarm the Des Moines or the West Des Moines area residents. Now, Mark is often linked in with two well-known missing persons cases that you might know or be familiar with. Johnny Gosh, who was 12 years old at the time of his disappearance in 1982, and Eugene Martin, who was 13 and disappeared in 1984. If you do not know who Johnny Gosh and Eugene Martin are, I suggest you Google it and you look into it. It is a bizarre case. All the information about those cases, well, Johnny Gosh in particular, but our focus here is Mark Allen not Johnny Gosh or Eugene Martin, Mark Allen didn't have a lot of information out there. So that's why I decided to cover his case. Now, both Johnny Gosh and Eugene Martin disappeared in the early morning while delivering their newspapers on their paper routes. While Mark Allen was the same age as Eugene Martin, he was not a paper boy. And so because there are a lot of similarities, people all over believed that these cases are connected, even if they differ a bit. But there has been no link in between the cases, according to the police, even to this day. And so they do not consider Mark Allen, Johnny Gosh, and Eugene Martin to be linked. Mark Allen has been missing for 36 years. But as I said before, there's not a lot of information out there on Mark's disappearance. Just a couple of local news articles that pretty much all say the same thing. Mark just vanished. There were no witnesses. There's no evidence that he ran away. There's no evidence that he was abducted. There's no evidence of anything. Investigations have since reclassified Mark's disappearance as an abduction, now believing that is what happened. So, because of that, Nancy has since given a DNA sample so that in the event that a body is found, they can rule out or confirm whether it is Mark. Mark Allen was 13 years old when he disappeared. He was 5 foot, 85 pounds, with light brown hair and blue eyes. Mark has a small scar on the top of his head. He was last seen wearing a light blue t-shirt, blue denim shorts, white socks, and a pair of gray sneakers with Velcro tabs. Somebody out there has information on what happened to Mark Allen or knows somebody that knows something about Mark Allen. If you have any information about what happened to Mark or his whereabouts, please contact the Des Moines Police Department at area code 515 283 4800, or you can contact your local police department. Thank you for listening to Finding the Lost podcast. 
Sources and more information about this case will be listed in the description of this episode. If you like the show and you want to help support the show, make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the show so you can stay up to date on new episodes and so that we can continue to bring awareness to these cases. Another way to help support our show is by subscribing to our Patreon page. There, you'll get access to more episodes that are not part of our regular show and early access to the episodes before they are released. If you have a case that you would like us to cover, you can send us an email at findingthelostpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any other podcast platform you listen on. Until then, stay safe and see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.